0: Harry Potter Buck Rogers
1: Penny Arcade
0: The Wheel of Time
1: Unicorns
0: The Guild
1: The Beatles
0: Portal Star Wars Doctor Who Lord of the Rings Eureka! Hey, fanboys and fangirls, it's time for another Confessions of a Fanboy. Today, I am joined by one of my best friends, Robert. Welcome to the podcast, Robert.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: And today, we're going to be discussing video games. Um, So, let's start with just a little background on who Robert is.
1: Um, I'm a guy living here in LA, friend of Kenny's. Um, I, um, I mean, I actually work in the video game industry right now um i uh, work on internal tools and uh just like an administrative system for a local video game company to santa monica called buffalo studios Uh, we do uh social games on facebook
0: so let's start at the beginning um let's go back to your childhood did you always were you always a fan of video games
1: uh, my my parents made the fatal mistake of getting me a Nintendo Entertainment System when I was six. Uh, we had just moved back to the United States from England. Uh, my uh, father was in the Air Force, so that's how we ended up over there in the first place. And you know, they got me this uh, this Nintendo, and it had a, a soccer game and a volleyball game for it. And I mean, I was absolutely hooked when when they got me that. That was it.
0: So that started it all.
1: Oh yeah, you can blame my parents. And,
0: and did you go through all the systems as as new ones came out?
1: Um, I hit a system on every generation. I didn't always have all of the systems of each one. So, you know, I had an NES, and then I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Um, when the next generation came out, I had a Genesis instead. Okay. Uh, from there, I went to a Saturn, to the Dreamcast. So I was, uh, I was Sega all the way through until, at the time, I was, you know, I held Sony responsible for them getting kicked out of the hardware market. And uh, I almost skipped the... Uh, the generation that had the Xbox in it, but I ended up getting that system because there were some games that came out for it I really wanted, and then uh, I'm on a. I have both a PlayStation 3 and an Xbox 360 now.
0: And does uh, your family play video games?
1: Um. Well, let's see. None of my siblings do. I well, no. My my younger siblings do a little bit, but uh, they've got older systems themselves. Like they've got a Super Nintendo, I think. Um, my parents, they don't really play. I actually, you know what? I'm having to revise myself a lot here, actually. Um, I'm remembering like, all sorts of things in my family. <laughs> plays. like my mom plays World of Warcraft. Really? Yeah. She, wow. Uh, well, I think she quit back in January, but she played for years. And it's funny, because you'd think I'd be the one to play World of That's Warcraft. That's so funny. Yeah. Um would
0: never expect your mom to be a WoW player.
1: Oh, yeah. She, she had several level 80 characters. She was way into That's it. That's awesome. Um... And, and you know, my my uh, some of my family have played the social games that I've worked on since I got into the video game industry. Yeah. And um, my, my niece and nephew, they play some games. My nephew especially, he loves, uh, like, Call of Duty and uh, games like that.
0: Yeah. Very cool. So where do you think your love for video games came from? Why do you love them so much? Why are you such a fanboy for them?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. I never really thought of that. Um, I think it probably stems from uh, it's just a... A different, completely, completely different world you can get into. Uh, it's a different reality. Well, I mean, it's not reality, but you know, it's just. Well,
0: it is technically a different reality, someone yeah. else's imagination, another world.
1: Yeah, and that's. I think that's what what really makes it uh, what makes it excellent
0: so it's escapism. Oh yeah, from this world.
1: Yeah, you get bored, and it's like, oh yeah, I have to do laundry. You know, cook yeah. some dinner or something. Oh hey, let me jump jump into this world here where there's you know dwarves and elves and and this other one that's got like crazed robots and whatnot. In it. <laughs>
0: now, um, do you remember your very first video game that you that that was your favorite video game when you were when you were a kid
1: uh my absolute favorite when I was a kid was sonic the hedgehog two um i i i was really good at that game you know in the in that game uh you there's lampposts that you can hit that are kind of like waypoints during the level, so you hit one if you die, you go back to that lamppost if you hit it with more than fifty rings in your pocket, then you get transported to a special world where if you complete that world. You'll gain what's called a Chaos Emerald. I'm sorry if you already know the story. I of didn't Sonic. know.
0: I don't know any of this stuff, <laughs> and I played Sonic for years.
1: Uh, but in Sonic Two was the, was the first uh, of the Sonic series where you could get Super Sonic. So if you collected all of the seven emeralds uh, in these special worlds, then anytime you hit 50 rings, when you jump, you turn into Super Sonic. You're invincible. You move super fast. You're like this yellow blur and You know, so I I eventually got so good at that game where I could hit all the first seven possible lampposts and get the Chaos Emeralds in each one of them and then just ride out the rest of the game with Supersonic.
0: Nice. So you finish the game.
1: Repeatedly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. All right. Um, Now, as you uh, have grown up, obviously you mentioned that you do work in the industry. So this fandom actually made you fall in love with video games. Was that your intention when you went to school? To... Work in the video industry, video game industry?
1: Um, well, I mean, when I was a kid, uh, me and my best friend would, uh, we'd like try to come up with game designs. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if a game did this or if a game did that? Um, and I'd always liked playing them, but I never really thought about working in the industry. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I did a little briefly when uh, when I started getting into computer science and software engineering. But then I decided I didn't want to because then I started reading all these reports uh, in the industry about companies like EA where they were having their developers pull like 120 hours a week on games and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I didn't want to jump into an industry like that and end up just working myself to the bone and hating video games. Yeah. Then, I mean, then the rise of social games happened. You know, Facebook uh, came around as a viable platform and uh, a bunch of companies like Zynga, for example, ended up going there and building out these games that you could play on Facebook, which aren't the same as AAA titles that you find for consoles. You know, they're, you know, they're for casual players and they're all web based. So the technologies involved are different.
0: Yeah, but they're also very, very popular because they're easily accessible. Anybody can play them. You don't need a console for it.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it, the the main game for Buffalo Studios is Bingo Blitz, and I think, like, half of our audience are probably 30 to 40-year-old mothers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's completely different now.
0: Yeah. So where along your schooling did it change that that's what you wanted to go into? Or was it after you already graduated with a degree that you decided to jump into
1: gaming? Um, it was after I got my degree. What did you want to do while you were going through school? What
0: was your intention at the end when you graduated?
1: Well, I wanted to get into software engineering and eventually work my way into uh what I figured would end up being like IT management or engineering management. And I still want to do that. It's just I'd like to stay in the video game industry to do that now. Yeah. Um, as far as getting into the video game industry, what happened was I um I was in a job for uh, about 4 years in Vegas and I was looking to to kind of make an upgrade to my career and I started looking around. And a guy I used to work with was out here in LA working for a company called Meteor games and uh, you know they do or did rather social Facebook games and he said that they had an opening for uh, you know for a developer with the skill set that I had and I never really thought about getting into the video game industry as a as a web software engineer because you know video games are typically compiled you know you put them on a disk you play them on a console or on your PC and it's just kind of interesting how i ended up getting into the industry that way when i'd worked on web for for my entire career.
0: So now that you are actually uh, working for a gaming company, uh, has your love for video games increased or has it remained the same or is it you know, lessened because now you know how you know all the behind the scenes of video games?
1: Uh it definitely hasn't um hasn't made a negative impact on my uh on my on my love of the industry. um it's very interesting to me to see some of the, the things that happen behind the scenes on video games these days, even if I'm not on like AAA console titles. Um, even you know in the social Facebook video game space, it's just crazy the kinds of things that you can do, and it's really expanded my skill set as a software engineer on some of the things that I've had to do to support Buffalo's titles. Um, I mean, yeah, it sucks to to talk with more and more uh, people that have been in the industry longer than me, especially in, in quality assurance to find out some of the different working conditions that exist across the industry. Uh, But no, it's, uh, I mean, you know, I don't get to play games as much as I might like to because I just don't have enough time. Yeah. Um, But that's definitely not for lack of interest in them anymore.
0: Yeah. Now, do you have a favorite game that you're playing now?
1: Right now, my favorite game is Borderlands 2. Um, It came out about a month ago. And uh, um, in case you don't know what it is, it's a, it's like a role playing um, first person shooter Uh, typically role-playing games are, aren't shooters. Um, typically, you know, those two, uh, genres don't mesh well, but the original Borderlands was really well-received. I actually never played it. And when two came out, my friend David said, hey, you know, you should get this. We should play together. And so I was like, oh, okay, fine. I'll get it. And I've been just absolutely loving it. It's a blast. It's so much more fun with like two or three other people to play with.
0: Yeah. Now you mentioned RPGs and, uh, first-person shooters. Uh, do you have a preference of which type you like better?
1: Uh, Probably first-person shooters, um, which is actually quite funny because when I was a lot younger, I couldn't play a first-person shooter to save my life. I remember playing uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, and and I that was a slog, and I played it on the easiest setting. I was just not good. <laughs> um, but shooters are all the rage these days. You see them coming out from pretty much every company, EA, Activision, you know, 2K, and all that. And, yeah. Um, and I've always liked RPGs. Typically, RPGs are really long, so they can take a long time to get through. And if the gameplay isn't fun enough, then I'll never make it through. Uh, but Borderlands 2 pulls it off really well with uh, with the mix of the two genres.
0: Very cool. And um, where do you hope to see your career go? Uh,
1: I still want to get into like IT and software engineering management. Um, as far as video games goes, that's where I'd like to uh, end up, um, in charge of some really awesome kick-ass game development team that puts out like you know the next uh i don't know what's a video game i can say that i'm not going to get a lot of other fanboys mad at me for (laughs) you know just like the next modern warfare series that like hits mega blockbuster series you know yeah um that's not all i want to do with my career there's a lot of other things i want to do like i eventually would like to teach computer science i wouldn't mind writing a uh, a yeah, an excellent novel someday, but that doesn't really have a whole lot to do with video
0: games. <laughs> now, where do you see video games going? Because right now, with the whole interaction, connect, you know, the, it's all interactive.
1: That's yes, that's interesting. Um, I think we're gonna. I, I think we'll probably see uh, a continued expansion of different ways to interact with video games. Because uh, it's been controller based for a very long time. Up until uh, up until the Nintendo Wii came out. I mean, there were other ways to interact with games, but the Wii was really the first thing that that brought out these alternate interactions to you know in a really popular manner. Uh, I think we'll continue to see different control schemes come up, but I still think the keyboard and mouse combination for PC or you know like the the controller, or the game pad for consoles is. I think I think that'll be the the primary mechanism to play games.
0: Cool. Before we go, I know you do run a video game website, yeah. Or actually, it's it's movie reviews. It's just general geeky goodness review yeah yeah really
1: yeah we focus on uh video games and movies um the site started uh for video games wow 10 years ago now yeah this is 10 years in a month um and uh i mean yeah i I originally started it because back when back when i started the site uh online games that you could play with other people really didn't exist much xbox Live hadn't even launched yet Mm -hmm. the only system that had that capability was a dreamcast and it didn't hit any kind of mass market popularity and um eventually online multiplayer titles basically comprised almost the entire market. So my site just grew to include all video games and uh recently a lot of my staff really wanted to expand coverage to movies, so I said, Yeah, let's do that too.
0: Cool. And what's the name of the website?
1: It's omgn.com. Uh it stands for Online Movies and Games Network. Oh, I don't um, think
0: I ever knew what that meant.
1: A, re- a real easy way to i always tell my friends a really easy way to remember it is com. <laughs>
0: There you go. So uh, definitely check it out. And um, is there a Facebook for it or is it just?
1: Yeah, there's a, we've got a Facebook page. We've got a Twitter account. We've got a Google Plus um, page. And where would
0: they find it on, tw- on Twitter? Is it just
1: uh, at... oh It's at O-M-G-N-D-O-T-C-O-M. Okay. Uh, Twitter doesn't allow four-letter uh, uh, four um, usernames for some reason, even though some of their original ones are like two or three. Yeah. So I had to put something or other in there. And I was like, oh, I'll just spell it all out.
0: Okay. Cool, and the Facebook is just—it's
1: the same, actually. O M G N D O T C O M. Okay,
0: so people can find it and like it, and
1: yes, all that like it. Stuff.
0: <laughs> well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. Oh, thanks again for having me, Kenny. No problem. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Confessions of a Fanboy. Be sure to check us out all over the internet. You can find our main website at confessionsofafanboypodcast.com. There, you can find show notes. I normally have a a short bio on my guest, so definitely check that out. You can also follow us on Twitter at Fanboy Podcast. You can follow me, uh, the host, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. We also have a Facebook page. You can go to www.facebook.com slash Confessions of a Fanboy and head over there and like us we also appreciate if you would go to iTunes and leave us a review, preferably a five-star. And if you'd like to be a guest on an upcoming episode, please email me at confessionsofafanboy at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and remember, say it loud, say it proud. Confessions of a Fanboy.
1: That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago.
0: Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship.
1: it on to the other guys, and I got it from his corpse? Right. Hello, Echo. How are you feeling? Did I fall asleep?
0: For a little while. Previously on Heroes.
1: You had to go and be the detective, didn't you, Matt? I'm not an aggressive person, but... Oh, man, there's just
0: way too much on all like these channels. So but only in-game.
1: Everybody lives, roast.
0: Just this one. In your dreams, loaf. Bite my shiny metal hat. Sometimes I get I get vision. Walter, what are you doing? What you learn.
1: I wish there was some way to find out what's really worth watching. There is. What? Who? What was that? Tuning into Sci Fi TV is the viewer's guide to genre television. Where is that coming from? With its spoiler-free quick reviews and water cooler and the spoiler-filled in-depth back porch discussions, Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV is the only resource fans need to know what's on, what's good, and what's coming soon in science fiction and fantasy television.
0: How did you get into my house?
1: Join Kevin, Wendy, and Brandy Tweek for the latest in genre television. I'm calling the police. Uh, you can find Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV at TuningIntoSciFiTV.com. No, seriously. How did you get into my house? It's been called the best sci-fi fandom documentary since Trekkies. Four stars, says Brian Orndorf of DVDtalk.com. Costume, gaming, comics, collecting, and everything else in between. If you're a fanboy, you've gotta see Pegwars. The Geeks Shall Inherit the Earth.
0: Well, there's still the stereotype out there that
1: we're a bunch of geeks who live in our parents' basements.
0: 35-year-old living in the mom's basement, yes. Uh, that's the typical stereotype. I'm in my mid-30s and I still read comics and I tell people that I read comics and they look at me sideways. You know, I don't volunteer that I played me
1: because, you know, people do sometimes look at you like, hmm, today I'm dressed up as a Jedi Knight. Jedi Knights are the uh, guardians of peace and justice and uh, in a time like this I think we need uh, more of them a lot of us are geeks who live in our parents' basements but you know we're harmless we
0: don't walk around with uh, propellers on top of our hats it's not really anything to be ashamed about yes I make lightsabers in my basement I don't care who knows we do it because we like it not as much as because somebody else likes it if
1: they want to have fun dressed up as a Klingon why not you know you may think I'm a geek or a loser but I'm having fun at it it's what makes me happy and I, you know, I, I could be spending my money a crack. Ordinary, common, average, run-of-the-mill, these are synonyms for, for normal. Who the hell wants to be average? I know
0: that I'm a loser, I know that I'm a geek, but it makes me happy.
1: <laughs> hey, warmers. the geek shall inherit the earth. Now available on DVD at www.pegwarmers.tv
0: Confessions of a Fanboy is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.